After 38 episodes of the last series, probably should have taken a break. Yeah, can't confirm season two will not be 38 episodes long because Jesus (laughs) Christ, what were we thinking? (laughs) We just kept rolling with it and we just never gave ourselves a little stopgap. So we took a bit of an extended break, but I think it was all kind of needed to recharge the batteries, refocus, do a few bits. Myself and Nicola have had lots of bits going on. So we just decided we need now a little break for ourselves. Um, and thanks for everyone for sticking around, staying yeah. on Instagram, sending us messages. Um, I had family members and friends being like, where are you guys? <laughs> Where's the next episode? What's happening? And I was just like, we're just taking a little break. So it's good to be back and talking shit once again. <laughs> I know. Well, like before um, we decided to take a break, I had said to you that maybe we take a little break. And then obviously I had a family death and that kind of sped things up uh, in the break department. Um, yeah. But uh, we got to take a few we got to take a little holiday together. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, I got to take another holiday. Uh, it was. I think we were off like six weeks. I think it's probably about that. Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. So like I, we had myself, Nicola had a little trip away with some other friends of ours and Nicola got to go abroad, which I was super jealous of. Um, I couldn't afford it at all. Uh, the joys of being penniless. Um, I started a new job as well. So the last six weeks have been kind of mad for me, just settling into a new role. Um, so yeah, but like, how was your holiday? This is what I want to know. I mean, I mean, was there any men? Is there any stories? I saw you gotten flung around on your chair on Instagram. So in First of all, before we get into the foreign holiday, we probably okay. should flash back to our holiday because we went down yeah. to Cork. Cork, yeah, Cork. Yeah, yeah. Do you know you're like, is it Cork or Kerry? It was Cork. <laughs> it was Cork. Yeah. Uh, there was no Don't boys in that holiday. Cork. That's for sure. No, no. That was a full on. That holiday was, you know, those holidays when you get together with your friends for the first time in ages and things were open. So we really just, you know, got absolutely shit faced, hammered with each other. Um, yeah. bonding and, and beaching because we had good weather while we were there. Yeah. So we got to go to the beach and swim in the Irish Sea, which is freezing. Yeah. But we did Very it anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I did get chatted up by that 24-year-old, remember, on the way home. You did. You which did. Which was a for me. <laughs> yeah. And then um, they wouldn't leave the outside area. because <laughs> Which is not to me <laughs> I was already in the house. I was in the apartment and like they were still there. That wasn't me. That was our friend Kerry. I'd like to point that out. Yeah. Um, Put to me uh, going to the bathroom and then looking out the bedroom window, seeing this guy waving at me. And I was like, who's this dude? And why is he trying to get into this apartment? Um, and bear in mind, we were Airbnb being it. So like some of the places beside us were residential. So we were 
basically like trying to get him to very politely uh, fuck off. Yeah. Um, his chat up line was very brilliant. He was walking down the road and we were coming back because obviously everything closed at like half 11. So, you know, we we're quite er- still quite early. Um, yeah. Still as it is now. Um, and when you're on holidays, you're still in like, we are very much like we're not going to bed anytime soon. Yeah. And myself and Michelle and Kerry were the, the stragglers at the end and met this random fella and his friend. And he was like, Michelle said, I bet you he'll like you because he's about 24. Of course, he was 24. <laughs> he's like, can you add you, can I add you on Snapchat? And I was like, oh, dear God, this is how <laughs> oh, young no. people talk. But we added him on Snapchat just for the pure banter of like, what is he going to send? And like everywhere we went the whole weekend, if I put up a picture on Snapchat, he'd reply, stay there. Me and my friends, like when we went to oh, yeah, the Bullman. And he's like, stay there. My friends are coming. I was like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not, sir. Absolutely not. I didn't even reply. I just let him, you know, every you know few hours try and engage, and I just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it was good fun. It was that, that was definitely the holiday of um, bonding and catching up with people. And yeah, just- if anybody was in Cork at the same time, um, you might have seen myself and Nicola. Um, you might not know what we look like, but we were <laughs> swimming in a fountain um, yeah. in Cork. So if you saw seven seven lunatics, eight lunatics. Um, swimming in a, a, a fountain in Cork somewhere in Cork. We won't give you the exact location; just keep you on your toes. Um, but if you saw a bunch of people doing that, that 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 was us. Yeah, so, we we can um, confirm two of those people of the age were us dancing, <laughs> singing the Friends theme song in a fountain, which also stunk like a pond. So yeah, we we reeked, we reeked, and we all had to go home and have immediate showers. And I think pretty much everybody was ill after. Well, I got locked in the toilet. Remember, I got locked in the toilet. Door handle broke off and I was just sitting on the toilet just having the crack with myself. You were in there for hours on end. And I was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. And then I just, and then I just, and then because we had to take the door handle off completely to get Nicola in, I just like slammed it back on before we left the apartment because I was like, hey, I'm not getting fucking blamed for this shitty door handle. Just shoved it on. I was like, hope for the best. Your, Your man never emailed me. So obviously that door handle stayed on sufficiently probably until the next visitor. So we got away with that, thank Christ. I'm sorry if you were the next visitor who had to pay for that. But to be fair, we didn't slam the door. I literally closed it and the door handle. Yeah, it just went flying. So it was already (laughs) loose. We're trying to protect our, we're trying to protect ourselves here. We did not break the door, okay? We are civilized 30-something-year-old women. We we don't vandalize homes, we we promise. We get very drunk and lock ourselves in toilets and go swimming in ponds, uh, ponds, fountains. Um, But we don't destroy public property. So just saying, everyone (laughs) Don't be judging, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a my birthday during that the last few weeks, obviously, because when you said 30 something, I'm like, oh, another year added onto the 30 something. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, at least you got to have uh, a birthday abroad, yeah, which is fun. That's probably better than your birthday. What did we do last year? Were we able to go out last year? Yeah, remember we went to the pub and we had to be out by like 8 30, the pub closed at 8 30. Oh, yes. That was it. That was it. So I'd say this time around was a different kettle of fish. Well, I was drunk for 90% of it. And then I had a siesta because I was in Spain. So (laughs) got up, got drunk in the pool, then went to bed for two hours and then got up and just did it all again. And that was 
it's kind of like, you know, people were texting me and I wasn't replying for like four days because, you know, you're in a bubble over there. Like, you know, yeah. being abroad and stuff like that, like things are different. Like their bars stayed open to like three. Well, they stayed open depending on how many people were in it. So if you're in a bar and it's a good crowd, they'll stay open till three or four o'clock in the morning. And like, there's no dancing now. Uh, Nor we went that had any dancing. If you there was one place that said if you wanted to dance, you had to go to the smoking area and dance in a bubble. <laughs> Uh, we went to the smoking area and just kind of danced, you know, like this. Um, yeah, yeah, so everyone was like seated and stuff like that. But like, it was very chilled. You know, like Spain is always chilled anyway, but it was very chilled. Yeah, yeah. So no menses, no flirtations. No. Well, you did mention, first of all, you mentioned the, uh, so on my Instagram, I had um, two guys lifting me in a chair for, for that was yeah. on a Friday the day kind of when it struck 12 and went into my birthday um yeah. so those guys right so I'll tell you about them first so um we're sitting there and we're having the crack and I don't know how these like four guys end up coming over and talking to us I don't really know one of them's yeah. really good looking and the other three are like whatever but so anyway one of my friends, Elaine, God bless her, got stuck talking to this guy who was really, really nice. <laughs> She's like talking to him for 30 minutes. And then he's like, and my wife said, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, we're on holidays, pal. You know, open up with the wife. She have to, she's a single lady. She was, there was like six single women. And, you know, we didn't need the wife to yeah, you know, yeah. tell us straight away. OK, so she can decide. Um, yeah, but yeah. we so the, <laughs> the really good looking guy was Turkish. So that was fine. The others were Spanish. And what, it was, yeah. what we eventually found out is that he was an actor, the Turkish guy, and the other guys were trying to get him to buy a house or something in Spain. So that was fine at first. And uh, I'm sitting there on my chair, as you saw. And next thing they come over and start singing happy birthday and like hoisting me up like we're in Greece. It was all a very mixture of cultures. It's just like, what? Yeah, no, it kind of looked like as well. You know, the horror in yeah. Jewish weddings, you know, like in, in Second City. It looked like that, like... Da, 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 da. Exactly. I looked like it was a Jewish wedding without the groom. It was just me. So it's like, okay, here we go. But we had great crack. With, yeah, we had great crack with them. And I started filling them with shite saying I was a celebrity. My job back home was a celebrity agent. And my friend Tara, who's a Dare's Gonna Date fan, she she only only met me and figured out who I was. I love Tara. Yeah, so love Tara. Um, she was the, we told them she was the head of Netflix. So I don't know why he believed this, but he did. <laughs> like, why would you believe? It's clearly bullshit, but maybe only Irish and English people. Yeah bullshit like this and other people just take your word for it I don't know so he's I said yeah I said to him will you will you show me your acting skills and maybe I'll sign you like you know so I give you I'll throw a scenario at you and you can just act out for me you know so we're in the middle of a very crowded bar upstairs on a rooftop and I'm like okay you're in the FBI Okay, and the the murderer is in the building, so I want you to run around. And here he's like doing this with his fingers for gone, and then he just died, dove on top of Tara, and I was like, that's not really it. But he started talking about how he had a bit of a fetish for Tara's feet, and we were like, this is strange. Oh no! And then we were like, are you really an actor, or are you full of shit? And the Spanish guys were laughing. They're like, no, he is an actor, but it turns out he's a porn actor. So- oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were googling him so our, my friend Millie starts googling him and we're like oh my oh he's in porn oh he is in <laughs> porn <laughs> like, this is so weird I was like oh god so he um he starts telling the girls like he's like it's not penetrative okay it's emotional and erotic but there's no penetration and we're like okay 
Great. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't know what kind of porn that is. I, I mean, that sounds like a romantic comedy, not a, you yeah. know. I don't know what's not so, penetrative in the porn industry. I'm pretty sure that's not porn. But yeah. you can tell then all interest in the good looking Turkish man. It was already kind of fading anyway, because he's a bit, you know, meh. But yeah. then he was really good looking. But then as soon as he said that, the six of us were like, I'm so, eh. Uh, between that and the full fetish. Yeah. No, and bear in mind, of- like, Five of us were Irish. One was American. So maybe the American girl might have been a bit more, but the five Irish were just like, holy Jesus, you couldn't bring that home. You couldn't bring that to the parish. Shame. Absolutely scandalous. Was the money good in porn, did he say? I mean, if he was buying a second house in Spain, I mean, he must be earning a few, Bob. He must be because they were on about going on a yacht the next day. And, you know, they these he had three men trying to sell him a house. So I'm taking it. It was good. And, you know. One of them, oh my God, one of them lost their wedding ring, right? One of his friends. I Ooh. found it, right? And I was like, I put on my finger and I was like, did anyone lose this ring? And they were, he wasn't there at that time. Um, and they were like, yeah. everyone was like, no, no, no. And I said, like, but like, it's a wedding ring. It's a proper ring. Like, and then I saw him come running back from the bar and he starts pulling my cushions up. And I was like, is this your ring? And he goes, oh my God, yes, thank you. He didn't even buy me a drink to say thanks to pig. <laughs> Bastard! You should have held on to it and be like, "What am I getting exchanged yeah. for this?" Maybe uh, Guinnesses or no ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or your wife will murder you. So yeah. Fucking dead, mate. Yeah. Um. So obviously, you didn't come home with um fat footage and non-penetrative porn actor, Mister Turka Turkistan. Actually, um, he's here right now. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get the name after this so I can Google it myself. I must get it from the girls. I only know his first name, so I must get the full name from the girls, and I'll uh, I'll send it on to you so that you can see what he looks like. What you, Jesus Christ! But after they they left swiftly after the non-penetrative comments, and uh, we went out to have a dance around our table, and I spotted this little Asian guy who's so cute and. I was like, oh, hi. I don't know. I don't know why I, I was talking to him. I just started talking to him. I was like, how are you doing? And his name was Tim and he was adorable. So cute. And then he's he's yes. he's from Korea, but he lives in Germany. And he was like, I'm here with my German friends or whatever. And okay. I was like, oh, where are they? Expect to see typical German looking people. Not to be, you know, yeah. or non-racist, but, you know. <laughs> and then this guy was like, hello. <laughs> he's like, hello, I am Thomas. And I was like, he was beautiful but he didn't look German but he definitely talked German <laughs> um, and they ended up there was, there was nine of them and they ended up hanging around with us the whole weekend so they had you watch Love Island oh, right? yes yes right so you know the way Addicted. like the villa is in Spain somewhere yes yeah 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 it's in Mallorca isn't it yeah somewhere I, so, I think like so well this place was like it's has to be that just one step below the Love Island villa their villa was they had an infinity pool that overlooked oh the sea. It had like um, light up decks and had like, the sorry, you had to step down to the decks to go to the pool, but had like light up seats and like Holy a bar shit. and like four floors. And yeah, our, our villa was class, but then we saw theirs and we're like, what jobs do these guys have? What are they well, working in? <laughs> so one of them owns like a perfume company, like a perfume shipping company or beauty or something. Um yeah. Others, I can't read. Well, we, we quizzed them all. But anyway, ended up having myself a holiday romance. Oh, which, which, which one? 
with uh, Thomas, the the tall Thomas. one that came over to me when I was talking to the Asian guy. But weirdly, I was like, second, I thought you were going to tell me the Asian guy. <laughs> you're like, oh, he's so cute. And I was like, is she trying to sell me? On, yeah, she's on selling the it. She's like, and then I was with yeah, Tim. No, uh, <laughs> we really wanted to set Tim up with one of the girls. But he just, he was one of those people that kept falling asleep. He like fell asleep everywhere. Uh, so like, you have to stay awake, Tim. You have to stay awake. Yeah, you've got to be part of the, it's kind of, you know, if I wasn't in a relationship, Tim sounds like he might be Tim, Tom It's very close Well This is the thing The girls had great crack Because my guy Was called Tom Yeah exactly Two Toms Two Two Toms Toms. (laughs) See it's all about the Toms It always has been We were obviously Always meant to be with A Tom Yeah There we go Yours is Irish Mine is German Um, Mine loves time Like all Germans Loves time (laughs) Time is his best friend (laughs) <laughs> um, has money um, my Tom does not have money so you know you know together they make the perfect Tom <laughs> well I um, so the Friday night that I was the first time I was with him we all went back to their villa um, and loads of the girls hooked up with like his friends as well so it kind of yeah. became like a weekend thing um, but I was like locked because I just kept getting baby Guinness shots the whole night like all night long and I've discovered my new favourite drink which is rum and milk Rum and okay, well, first of all, I'm confused because milk you were drinking milk, yeah, I know, I never like vegan, vegetarian, yeah, that's the first thing. The second thing is rum. I, I don't think I've ever seen you drink rum in my life. But like I used to have, I used to have like super splits back in the day, like, but like very rare. But uh, the lads were drinking this, and I was like, I was drinking beer and after you know after a while you're kind of like oh I'm, I'm sick of beer and I was drinking a lot of baby Guinnesses which obviously is quite creamy anyway yeah and I was like oh what are you drinking this looks disgusting because it really did look minging and they were like oh it's yeah. cold I don't know and I said I said give me a drink of it and then I was like oh my god and I stopped <laughs> I ended up drinking most of their <laughs> rum because I was like this is delicious so uh they had um Almond or almond milk one of the nights, so you know I didn't feel as guilty. So I was like, okay, so me and me almond milk and me rum, and uh, yeah, it was, it was tremendous, I have to say. But um, he told me his this job. Is in their villa. In, this is in their the villa. Pub. Oh yeah, we left the pub at like four. Okay. So in fact, in order milk at a pub. I could see me the next time I go to toners and being like, hey, I'll have a milk with a side of rum, please. <laughs> Maybe like go fuck yourself. <laughs> It's okay, I've brought my own own pint of milk with me. I yeah, just it's soy, to- just so you know, it's there's no cows hurt. Um, yeah, no, we stayed, we went back to their villa after the pub, which is weird when it's four o'clock. It kind of feels like it should be a nightclub, but it was definitely just a pub. Um, and that was fine. <laughs> I, you know, because I'm, I haven't kissed anyone since 2019, okay? So technically all of my filters, my like, uh, signal readers were all off. I don't know now anymore if someone's chatting me up or interested because, like, it's been was so your long. flirtation on though? Was your flirt game on, Nicola? That's yeah, well, so it was, but you have to remember there's a language barrier. So my flirting, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of specialized my flirting. It's very much English speaking. <laughs> Does it, especially? I always think of Germans being very serious, even oh, though again. Like that's a stereotype. No, like that's so true. Like honestly, so true. Yeah. Like, do they get 
the Irish humour because obviously ours is all about slating each other. Mm. Well, they they did like they were very sarcastic. But there was one guy there that um, he was German, but he had lived in America for a year. So he he had really good English and really good sense of humour. Like he got our sarcasm when we were slagging each other. But yeah. their jokes, they would like they would slag you sarcastically and it take you a minute to realise they're joking because they're so serious. You know, you're like, <laughs> like they'd say, no, you're not coming in. And you'd be like, oh, right. OK. And be like, I am joking. And you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I couldn't read any signals. And uh, I just kept drinking and having the crack playing. They were playing poker at one point. And I was like, la, 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 love and life, you know. And sing, I oh my god, one of the girls reminded me of this, and I actually died of shame. Wait here. So it's like six o'clock in the morning, I don't know. And everyone's just sitting yeah. around drinking, and I, there's music on, you know, they like they obviously know English yeah. speaking music and stuff. And I was like, Does anyone know Dermot Kennedy? And they're like, Who, who is this Dermot Kennedy? And I'm like, I don't know why I'm Polish now, but you know, um, <laughs> they were like, No. So I proceeded to just put on an entire Dermot Kennedy album and sit there just just to myself. Just oh, we used to be tonight. Nicola Kennedy. <laughs> Nicola <Dermot> sister. Kennedy. <laughs> oh, come on. It's so embarrassing. I, I forgot all about it until we were driving back to the airport and I was like, oh my God, I'm mortified. Like, why did I do that? Like, why? But Well, um, he obviously loved it. Well, this is the Your thing. Leave, my friend, was like, she was kissing one of his friends and uh, they... We were sitting in the kitchen, me and Tom, and yeah. I was bullshitting. I was talking about Brexit. Why? I have no idea. Um, the Good Friday Agreement, obviously, all my family. You support the Good Friday Agreement. <laughs> He's like, what is Friday? Uh, <laughs> today is Friday, yes. And I'm like, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were chatting all like this shite. And then. Uh, my, my friend Eve said one of the lads came into the kitchen and came out again and they were like she was like how's Nicola and goes Nicola talks a lot <laughs> <laughs> but he's not wrong he is not, not wrong. wrong not wrong so I ended up eventually kissing them me Tom and that yeah. was great then the next day was my actual birthday and we went out again obviously on the piss and um, oh my god it was horrific because you know me Roisin I can't do tequila cannot it's I feel sick just thinking about it. Tequila, no. Yeah, so we're no. in this bar and the the, guy, the barman had known us over the last few days and like he'd seen us ordering uh, Jaeger bombs and B-52s or uh, baby Guinnesses. So yeah. like, if you're going to bring me a shot, they're the two you've seen me drink. He brings me tequila. But I didn't realise it because it was kind of, I thought it was Sambuca because it was kind of yeah. clear. And yeah. so I literally, we're after having dinner and everything. And I'm like, okay, one, two, three. And everyone's like, happy birthday, one, two, three. And I'm like, one, two. And I went like that. And I swear the minute it touched my lips, I went, I'm not gonna be able to drink this, and I went. I was trying to force it, like I physically felt like pushing it down my neck, and then I went, and I went, like you know, repeated, and they were like, all the girls like, haha, and I went, nope, coming back up, toilet, straight away, came back up again, and I closed over the door in the bathroom, and I was like, oh my god, that's horrific. So I went Mm -hmm. back out and sat down, and the girls like, there's a surprise for you at the bar, and I was like, if it's more shots, I can't. I'm after getting sick. You're gonna have to wait ten minutes. Before I have drink, like, no, you have to get up quick. And I was like, no, I'm dying. You're gonna have to. I can barely breathe. I have tequila roaring down my neck here, and it wasn't. It was Tom. He had brought me over a shot, and so he was coming towards me with this baby Guinness, and I was like, oh god, I'm dying, I'm dying. But I was like, oh. I'm possibly still sick. I, yeah, I was like, I possibly still have tequila drill on my face, and you know that's attractive. And I was like, oh hey, it's great to see you. 
it's so sick. And then he's like, I got you shot. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it wasn't tequila. Yeah, like, nobody was standing over me. So I had to wa- I had to drink it like straight away. I literally was like. <laughs> and at that stage, well, it had been like a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it was like if it was a year ago, I would have sipped it. But no, I had to drink it. But um, we had a little romance the rest of the weekend anyway. Long story short. So you're going to visit Germany, is it? Is that the next this plan? thing? I was like, I kept saying all weekend, I was like, Carrie Bradshaw, I've taken a lava. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> he lives in Berlin and uh, he was like, I, when we were leaving, when he was leaving on Monday, I was leaving Tuesday, we were down at the beach and I said, um, she will come over to Dublin now, you know, the way we say things like this. You know, you'll yes. come to Dublin now. And he yeah. goes, when? And I said, two weeks. And he goes, well, that is my birthday. I said, Grant, go over to, to Ireland, to Dublin for two weeks. And he goes, you are in Dublin. I was like, yeah. And he goes, so I come over to Dublin. I said, yeah. And then I have an awful fear of going to get a text. Just be like, I am in Dublin. And I'll be like, where the fuck am I going to go? Because <laughs> this is so funny. So I don't know if you have seen, I assume you've seen the viral video of Killian uh, Sunderland, is it? Yes, the German, uh, the German, the German, the Irish, right? Yeah, yeah. About offering them cake and how Germans basically take everything at face value, right? But under the comments on Twitter, there was loads of like German people and Irish people who lived in Germany talking. And a guy underneath was like, "Oh, I was pissed in Germany." Said to a guy, "He's come visit me in Dublin. Got back to Dublin, and he basically." <laughs> booked flights and arrived the next week to stay with me in my like studio like student apartment for four days so I'm just warning you I hope you didn't offer to put him up either because Germans tend to think you mean what you say that's what I got on a tire thread I swear I came back and I felt like Germany was stalking me because there's a German Irish festival in Merrion Square. That Killian Sunderland video. I was like, and then I watch. I, I keep getting notifications. And it's like Ireland and Berlin. I'm like, okay, Google, fuck off. But keep me alone. But then I was like, what if it? What if he does just arrive? Like, and he's like, I'm here. And me and my sister, and my dogs. Come out. Uh, welcome. Welcome to Dublin. With you. I mean, I really would after seeing that video, I'm just like, I wouldn't be surprised, like, at all. They seem to just take, are you friends on Instagram now with him or have his phone number or anything? I have his phone number, yeah, because we were texting while we were over there, but (laughs) oh, the fun part of his Instagram is, oh God, I'm going to die with this. So I I have to. (laughs) So he told me his job, right, on the Saturday, which is like just a normal job, right? But (laughs) the girl's like, did he he tell you anything on Friday night about his like, life written so um i was like oh actually also con- listeners will love this what age do i normally score uh 23 24 f- very young very very young he was 44 44 44 yeah god <laughs> you've, got like, you've got like 20 years <laughs> you've 20 years into the future what the hell I skipped an entire generation of my own age. I think like, the thirties. I'm fucking done with you guys. Go straight into forties. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is gonna be your pool of gentlemen lovers. Well, they say he's like, "What age do you think I am?" And I said, "32." He's like, "Are you?" He's like, "Really?" Like, because they're so serious. He's like, "Yeah." You think this? You think this? And I was like, "I don't know, 33." Then, and he's like, "No." And he kept going like this, and I was like. 
I don't know, 82. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. And he's like, 44. And I went, I think your English is wrong. <laughs> you Germans don't know your ages in English. Come on, you guys. <laughs> oh, I had a great laugh at it. But then, yeah, so we were on the beach after they left. <laughs> this is so hilarious and so cringe for Irish people. They're going to die like when they hear this. So, yeah, we're on the beach and the girl's like, have you got them on Instagram yet? And I said, no, but you know the way with your phone, because uh, like, we're on WhatsApp, so like, your phone can connect yeah. to your Instagram and stuff. And yeah. uh, I found him on Instagram. Okay. And he had like thousands of followers. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So he's a side job when he's working in his normal job as a fucking model. A model. Oh, oh my God. A mature <laughs> man. Model? What does he model? Clothes? Oh, this shit. is what the best part about it was. I'm going to show you some pictures of the camera, right? They're so okay. But you guys, like Nicola has not told me anything about this holiday, so my reactions are pure, <laughs> genuine. Here, we have had no discussions yet, so I cannot wait to see. What These he are models. so cringe. Like, if can you imagine if you found out your Tom was a model and did any of these photographs? <laughs> You die. Oh my god! Right, so here, here, here he is now. just having a a, a a pink gin, I think. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> just, oh my god, he's very attractive. Yeah, he's but like, wait till you see some of the poses. That this is so embarrassing. Here he is. Oh, my jacket needs to be hung over my shoulder. <laughs> it's like it's like a catalogue. Kind of photo, yeah. It's like you know, in, a, in you know the the little next magazines. Oh my god, the- this is a very next magazine photo, right? Here he is. I like to shop. How <laughs> <laughs> many followers does he have? Oh, like um, eight thousand and something. Yeah, would he ever plug the podcast? To the <laughs> Do you think I'm telling them about this? Well, first of all, he'd never understand a word we said. But I have to okay. I have to show you my favorite one. There's two favorite ones. One of them is this one, right? If you're if you're ever worrying and wondering about how to eat an apple, this is how. <laughs> I never knew that's how you eat it. <laughs> I've been doing it wrong all this time. So there's another one that he did. This is what he did, and the girls made me reenact this photo, right? So listeners, you're not often able to see it, but um, uh, it's it's him doing push-ups in the sea. Oh, <laughs> so we, went to, we went to the beach and the girls are like, down there. I'd say the people on the beach thought I was actually serious because the girls are doing like modeling with the camera and they must have thought I thought I was a fucking right. You, you didn't send Thomas any of these beautiful photo shoots? No, because I don't know if he knows. I Like he may have told me that he does this, but I don't think he did. If, but I, I would assume that as drunk as I was, that I would remember that he was a model, you know? <laughs> So he didn't tell me. I only followed him today on Instagram just to prove that. I used to be to. <laughs> just for obviously that was all very visual. You guys, you probably yeah, don't know, but the man I will say is incredibly attractive. Yeah, so, very I mean, serious. That, very serious. That is a that's a serious. That's a for some, not shifting some someone since twenty nineteen. You said, Do you know what? I'm gonna wait. I'm going to wait for an Adonis to come across me. And I'm not going for the 24-year-olds anymore. Now, I'm going to go with a motherfucking man for my uh, my re-entry into the shifting lover 
world. The lava. And you smashed it. You, you smashed it. I mean, like, this cannot be top, surely. There cannot be a better entry for best shift of 2021. Honestly. Well, the, the funny thing about the funny thing about it was when we were in the pub, um, he was sitting beside me and um, this young lad came over and he was 25, obviously. And he came yeah. straight over to chat to me and he was from Scotland and his name is Harry, yeah. Harry from Scotland. Um, and I was like, do you know, if Tom hadn't been here, this is exactly how I would have ended up fucking shifting at the end of the night because it was just, he was real cheeky choppy. And he's like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Hey, Irish and Scottish were the same, but the same people. And I, I was like, you know, I would have ended up shifting him if Tom yeah. hadn't been there, so... 100% so sorry to Harry Harry you were late just by like if you'd been there an hour earlier what could have what could have been if he had know? arrived just after the Turkish porn star but just before the Germans yeah there I mean it's all about chances and opportunity in this life and you missed it Harry I hope you found someone else to to go home with and let's face it Harry probably wouldn't have had the amazing villa um, or the milk and rum well so, yeah he- <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was drinking Budweiser or WKD, something young. Uh, you, see, you know, you're broadening your horizons with an older man, you know? He's going to teach you things you never knew, <laughs> like rum and milk. Rum and milk. <laughs> and how to eat an apple properly. And how to eat an apple and how to do push-ups in the sea. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, you know, sometimes, like, when you're single and you go on holidays, and, like, people ask, you like any romance or any fellas and you're kind of like, fuck off and like I somebody had said to me oh did you ask, like was there any boys on Nicholas Sunday and I was like I don't really want to ask because like mm-hmm. if there isn't anything you know, yeah like, like oh yeah no there's nobody like there's shit ask nothing I'm just gonna like see what she tells me I genuinely did not know any of this so this is very exciting can't wait for the Thomas the German to come and show me how to eat an apple and bring me some bring us some rum and milk I want to I mean I could only imagine it tastes better with Irish dairy like well, better than German shit so we'll have a Tom off on. we'll have a Tom off two Toms we'll have a four Tom five foot nothing absolutely fucking flatness can barely eat an apple. God bless him. Okay, I want you to get your Tom to eat an apple and then do a push him in the sea and send me the photographic evidence. We can do a and compare a, on contrast. Yeah, coat over his shoulder. The whole lot. He would do it and all, bless him. He would do it all if he thought it was important to me or I needed him to do it. He would probably do it. God help him. God love him. So while you were off gallivanting having this highlight um i mean i don't have anything as exciting to to uh to um let you know it was tom's birthday that's our first i suppose big like uh event together mm-hmm. if you want to put it that way um so we just had uh, we went out and it was like bottom present and all that stuff so yeah that's also why i was broke 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 because between that goddaughter's communion and all that i just could not afford to go away unfortunately what do you buy someone for someone like you know what i mean like that's always the awkward thing because it's like you're not gonna a year yet but like you're serious so it's like what do you buy like i wouldn't i would be very confused like obviously with my tom you know i just oh you're just gonna get a milk just just milk milk and a six-pack of apples and he is Sorted. No, a so, watch. He loves time. It loves, just have to find a watch. Loves time. You could get him time, like yeah. the actual herb. 
There's an old joke the Germans well, may not. He would not get that. No, no. Um, I actually, I was, I, I was joking because I was like to Dom, I was like, what do you want? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, well, why don't we just go into town? You just pick something, I'll just buy it for you. And then we're out. I was like, this feels like very pretty woman, like that I'm taking <laughs> my lady out. I'm going to purchase her a gift for her birthday. Um, but yeah, no, I just let him pick his own present. He picked a winter coat. I bought that for him. Wow, then, sexy, sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we kept the edible underwear and all that for another time. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just went out for dinners and drinks and stuff like that. And it was really nice and. But like other than that, I mean, that was my exciting time. Like impossible to get a taxi home in Dublin at the moment. It's fucking mental. Um, feels, you know, I don't know what the crack is going to happen on the 22nd. But I hope to fucking God they change the opening hours because it is a nightmare. Trying no, to they are changing them because all the nightclubs are reopening, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do feel like I feel sorry for anybody. Like if you're trying to go out and dig at the moment, and then, like, say it's all over at half half eleven, and you're trying to get a taxi home, probably on your own, potentially on your own to get home. It's an absolute nightmare. Like me and Tom only got a taxi because I, your mom was like, "Do you have cash?" And I needed a tenner, and we had to roll out of the car like as I got close to a tenner because I was like, "I've only got fifty more cents." Thank <laughs> you. Luckily, we were close to Tom's gaff at that stage, but like, truly. Like, it's just, it's just a nightmare. I'd hate to be, like, going home. Like, I was at that, also, um, at that uh, gig that was in Collins Barracks a couple of weeks ago. And um, I couldn't get a taxi for two hours. Two mm. hours I was walking around town. So, again, thankfully, wasn't on my own or by myself or anything like that. Cause it just would have been an utter nightmare. But, yeah, really hoping, yeah, the times and stuff will, will change, like they're saying they're going to do, and we can get out of this head-wrecking situation <laughs> I think times will really help people who are single because like I could even see on holidays like by like at half 11 you're only warming up like you really are you even saw that yeah. when we were in Cork half 11 the crack is starting yeah. and you're getting a bit cheeky and you're talking to a few people across the tables and winding slagging yeah. each other but you haven't got yourself to the stage where you're ready to go over and kind of mingle a bit like maybe that's 12 half 12 yeah. like so at least now if that is the case that when they it's longer hours you might actually and like you can the social distance and stuff will be gone the six at a table and stuff that you can actually just kind of position yourself to talk to somebody you know as you're getting a few drinks in you because honestly like half tw- half 11 to try and be single like no you're not going to score someone at half 11 unless you've been out at two o'clock in the day yeah and also like depending on what bar you've been in or like how many are at your table even if someone does approach you or you approach them from the table like we've been in places where like the bar itself I'm like hey you're not allowed to be here or you have to be sitting you you can't stand and talk to them you have to sit down it's just like oh my god it's not conducive at all for trying to have a flirt with somebody in in real life and um, yeah like hopefully it'll, it'll all just October 22nd I don't want to call it fucking Freedom Day because no, because that's that's British. That ain't happened there. No, um, I don't know what is it. What Irish word can we use? Um, Searsha. Searsha. Law and Searsha. Searsha. So there we go. That'll be our day, um, and hopefully it'll make it a, a bit easier for dating. Which I suppose like brings us to our dilemma. Yeah, we got in. 
we love the dilemmas and we love helping and you know it's great we we did get a few but the one that i shared online is probably the one we'll chat about yeah yeah and to be fair like this often when we um ask for people's dilemmas something like this or like this type of query comes in quite a lot um and i think you know people are just losing the will with dating apps end of story um but somebody just wrote in and said 43 losing the will with online i'm definitely on the shelf how to accept it um so first of all like ugh. see look is this really hard because i suppose i've been fortunate enough to have met someone through online dating but it took 11 12 months of basically constantly nearly being online like you know how much we we both were mm. last year um and like probably still doing it on days when I probably shouldn't have because I wasn't feeling great and all that and I you know probably should have taken a break so like it is really difficult I was talking about somebody about this just last week I was like actually trying to online date is almost like having a secondary job because you have to give so much of your time and yourself. And then so often the conversations or the time you put into someone ends up going fucking nowhere. And like, it's just so disheartening and upsetting. And I don't know what I can say, like, because I know girls, right, who broke up with lads, right? Say they're only broken up like two months mm. and they go online to Tinder and they have a new boyfriend in like three weeks time. And I did, I'm like, What? 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 I, 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 uh, like I don't understand. For me, I broke up with my ex about like two years or so. Was it before I started? We started doing this podcast, and it took another year after that to actually meet someone where something genuinely happened. So like, it's taken me the guts of three years from that to to where I am now. So I don't know if there's any real. Uh, like solution or anything to it I do think I I think there was a great message in there from somebody and we'll probably touch on a bit more but one thing they definitely mentioned is like you have to kind of like accept yourself and not just be like looking for someone for the sake of looking for someone I think they were kind of saying you have to be happy and content like with your life and where you are and like you know everything in that and rather than be like so desperate to have somebody in it to fit it, like to find somebody to fit into your life and everything that you do and kind of like, as opposed to being like, oh, I have to be with someone because I have to be with somebody. Do you know what I mean? For the sake of it. As yeah. opposed to actually trying to find someone who's a, ge- a genuine match for you. Um, But it's a hard one because like, it, it sucks the life out of you, online dating. It really does. I think like I think coming from a single person's point of view, I think yeah. you have to decide if online dating is for you or it isn't. And yeah. for me, it isn't. I, it's no good to me. We've talked about this every episode of so far. <laughs> it worked for you. And like and we've both said that, like, you know, my personality yeah. is talking to people in the pub. You said you're better when you're able to write down witty comments and stuff like that. And I think, first of all, it has to be accepted. Like, there are people that are brilliant at online dating. There are people that I've messaged and I can come back with pretty, pretty, brilliant, witty. That's <laughs> yeah. a new word, pretty. Pretty. <laughs> uh, comments or they've got like, you know, really good gifts and stuff like that. Whereas I'd be like, 
see I get bored and like it's like when you're texting anybody like I'll get bored after five messages if it's yeah. WhatsApp or whatever unless you're really feckin' funny um and there's only been about maybe four cases that I've been kind of really engaged with somebody in messages over the last 18 19 months like and that's a four yeah. or 19 that's that's not much and none of them yeah. will out to be anything and for me it's just I the last while I've just been like why am I beating myself up because other people have met people on dating apps and yeah. I haven't and I think it's because other people say have you tried hinge Oh, geez, yeah. I, know some, I know someone who met now. Did Roshi not meet her fella now on that? Have we given Bumble a go? And I'm like, I've given them all a fucking go. I have a dating podcast. Okay. So don't think there's anything I haven't fucking tried. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you could know you can tell us, folks. We've, yeah. we've pretty much done them all. We're at the subscription ones, which we're obviously not going to do. Um, yeah, but like, I mean, I, I agree. Like you were saying, like we've talked about before. But like I myself, I'm not really good in real life with if I saw someone I fancied and like trying to approach someone I fancied, I'm just not good in it. And then even something like 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 a holiday romance, even that you you're saying there, like if I shifted a guy or went home with a guy in holiday romance and saw him the next day, I would die on the floor. I would literally die on the floor. I had no choice. I I wouldn't know what to do. I just got six tequila. There was no worse it could be, you know. <laughs> I hadn't gotten any worse. No, but you're 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 much better under well, pressure. I don't know what you'd call it, but you're just more like easygoing or something. Like you're able to, you know, grab for something or like whereas I just full on panic. It's like my tongue is too big for my mouth, and like <laughs> like just I'm, I'm done. And that is why for me the online thing was easier but I would say what happened to me when we started doing this podcast is the bad thing was of it is I would get sucked into conversations with guys because I love the chats and all that and they'd go nowhere and then what would happen is I was like I'd be like I just spent six weeks talking to someone and got nothing like not even a date not even do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and you'd be like what the fuck did I waste that time for like I like you know what I mean and I think that's a, another kind of hellish thing is that people kind of often a lot of times on dating apps people waste your fucking time yeah and it's like what the hell like as I put up the yeah I don't know if you saw put up on Instagram this guy messaged me on WhatsApp and was like hey uh like um I was like oh what was it I can't remember now like something kissy face or whatever and I was like who the fuck is this I have no idea right because when I stop talking to someone from tinder or whatever or whatever I just delete their number and I delete the messages right mm-hmm. so I've had no frame of reference for this guy so I didn't reply and then next day you're never going to come out with me are you and I was like uh, like I was like I think you have the wrong number like I have no idea who this is and he was like it's Roshi isn't it and I was like I uh, yeah but I was like I like I don't know who you are and he was like oh I was like like we must have talked an awful lot time ago because like like not a, I was a bit of a whatsapp or I kind of gave my phone <laughs> so many people I talked to you over a year ago like I don't remember you I don't know who you are or whatever and he was like yeah we did talk a, a while ago and I was he was like are you still single and I was like no but I was like even if I wasn't I mean I was like why would I be interested in somebody who obviously binned me off over yeah. a year ago um and then his response was to send me his Instagram handle 
So, so what? You're gonna go? Oh well, in that case, I'll ditch Tom for <laughs> just like this guy. I don't know. So I mean, it just like you know what I mean. Like this is someone I obviously put some energy into at some point last year. Can't remember. So obviously it wasn't that significant. But like then for him to come crawling back and be like, oh hey. Mm. what's the crack like after a year of nothing it's like you think I'm going to be holding out like waiting for you now in fairness a good few people messaged and said like this similar things have happened to them one person ended up saying when the guy back in touch they're engaged now and getting married so obviously it does work for some people but honestly if I don't know you from Adam and you're messaging me after a year of like silence no even if I was single no, I'd have no interest. Somebody was like, share his Instagram handle. We'll all go follow him. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, I've ditched a friend who didn't speak to me in a year. So I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to re-engage with someone for a boy who hasn't. But like no. what you said about the, um, the need nearly like a second job dating on apps. I do think it's like that. It's like, if you're looking for a job, I always say to people who are looking for a job, set aside an hour a day. Don't do any more than that. It's the same in your house hunting because I've done both of them and both of them are so depressing and they take up all your time and you jump on your phone as soon as you see an email coming in about a house or a job and it's a it's a letdown and you're like, fucking Jesus, this like, I'm never going to get anywhere. And you're negative. That it brings negative thinking every single time you get an email. Um, so like, I think it's the same with dating. If you're going to, if you are going to do dating apps, I'd say set yourself an hour. You're like nine to 10 because you're scrolling. It's four bad yeah. or whatever. And no other time, no other time. Don't reply to them in the morning, reply to them at nine o'clock the next day, Grant, because otherwise you're becoming like, you're going to be then on your phone a lot more and then you're going to swipe a lot more and you're going to get rejected a lot more and you're going to get ghosted a lot more. Whereas if you have a set time, you only look at those. But honestly, if you're not an online dating person, don't beat yourself up about it. Like if this listener who messaged us, who says she's 43 and she's done with it, if you're done with it, be done with it. Don't let anyone say, I'll give it another. No, if you're not interested, don't be arsed. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not arsed. I obviously that's because I've taken a German lava. But, you know, <laughs> no, uh, like I have no interest. I would like the last six months. I've had no interest. Well, like no interest anyway. But like I have gone back and, you know, said, right, I'll do this hour mentality. Nothing came about. It. And that's just because it's just not for me. It's not my personality. It's not my vibe. I like to chat to chat up ugly lads good looking lads our lads young lads <laughs> just like to like I like to bounce off people and that's the same with friends and strangers and boys and whatever I like to be able to like tell what kind of person you are straight away instead of being like what are you up to what is your job blah 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 the same 16 questions oh no but um yeah. we did get loads of responses people were really like had loads of uh, opinions on this I would say somebody said 47 lost the will with online last year. It's just not worth the hassle. So I'll park myself on the shelf and stay there for now. The only thing I would say about that and and, and the listener who messaged us in said the same about shelf. There is no shelf, bitch. You ain't on no shelf. Just say fuck it and just live your life. Don't be like fucking, you know, it's like talking down to yourself saying that you're on a shelf or you're prohibited in some way. You're not on any shelf. You're just you're doing your own thing and you're living your own life for now. This like concept of you like having to be sitting up waiting for someone to come along and like pick you off. Like, I just think it's a really negative lens of, of looking at it. Um, I'd say just be thinking of a, you doing you 
And if you're if the other parts and facets of your life are good, like your relationships, your job, your friendships, your social scene, whatever, if all that other stuff is good, then I'd be trying to focus on that as opposed to, you know, some random guy or gal coming into your life and maybe not even making it better, you know? Yeah. And I would say things like making a pro list of being single are always really helpful because, yeah. you know, you might only today, you might be able to, only able to think of two. And then at some point tomorrow, someone will annoy you and you go, oh, my God, I'm so glad I'm single. And then another thing. And yeah. suddenly you're like, I've got a list of 12. I can think of eight more. And you know what? It's not as bad. It's just that when you're in a negative place in your head and you're thinking, oh, I'm never because I've been there. Oh, my God, I've been there when you're like, I'm never going to find anyone. And, you know, and when you're in that space, it's hard to get yourself back out. But it's yeah. all about making yourself busy and investing in the other relationships in your life, like your friendships and your family and stuff like that. And suddenly you're like, fuck them. Like, I don't have any time for them. You know, that kind of way. Like, so, so who said to us, was it you? It was with me. Somebody said recently they were talking about a guy and or maybe it was one of the girls on holidays. Anyway, it was someone saying like how they were kind of a bit bummed because the guy that was they were seeing could only see them twice a week. And myself and whoever else were there, if there was about five of us went, sorry, that's enough. Twice a week. That's all you'd want yeah. to see someone for. I wouldn't want to see him more than that because I have my own life and my own independence. And I like to go to bed at half past nine without yeah. anyone going, you don't want us to stay up now and watch uh, this. No, no, I don't. No, no. No, I think actually someone had messaged that into our date was going to date as well before. And I think we we chatted about this and I was like, two, day, two days a week is more than enough. I probably see Tom two days a week and that's that's enough. That's yeah. Plenty, you know, Bye, Tom. Uh, Bye. I love, yeah, I love seeing him, and then that means there's a gap, and therefore I'm excited when I see him again. Like, if it was with him all the time, that would not be as fun. And, like, like if things go really well, and you know, if we do end up like living together and stuff like that, then I would rather deal with that then than spend way too much time with each other now and then have all that future stuff kind of already done like I don't need that for right now two days is perfect my mum thinks that's weird my mum is always like would you not be with him again are you not hanging out again two days is that all like I don't know what she, I don't know what she wants me to do I just, she like, wants you to inject there. him into your yeah. veins <laughs> more yeah, times yeah exactly but um no I'd be exactly the same to I, I mean like I need my own space as well and I need someone to understand that I need my own space and that also um I have social life and I think Actually, one thing that's great about Tom that my ex did not have is my ex didn't really have a lot of friends or a social circle. Um, but Tom does. And like he like actually has things that he goes to and he's like, oh, sorry, I can't do Saturday night because I'm doing X, Y or Z. And I think that is really, really important because if somebody doesn't really have much going on, then they're super reliant on you. And I think that's a bad place to be yeah oh god yeah jesus i'd be like eh, sorry i'm at work <laughs> then pulling down the blinds like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i've just seen someone here said that they're the same as our listener at 48 but she said if i've waited this long i can wait a little longer um somebody else said i'm almost 40 and i feel the same online as the pits um there's one here that's a few messages long. Uh, not on the shelf at all. I'm 43 and single. Spend this time investing in yourself. Believe in yourself. Make you a priority and being happy. And then the day will come when you meet someone. Although there's, so, there's nothing more annoying than when someone says that to you. And you're like, it's just around the corner. And you're like, hmm. Yeah. But as soon as um, it comes to a single person, you don't feel as bad. 
Yeah. Uh, we did get this message in from a guy's perspective. Um, he said, I'm in my 30s and I think online dating is the worst. Dating app, apps change how we perceive people. There's no nuance, complexity or personality to it, which, which is true. Um, he said, first bit of advice is just get comfortable in your own company. Stop thinking about being in a relationship. It's going to make you happy. You make yourself happy. Nobody else, which is so true. And then second bit of advice, um, he just said, start going to shit. Yeah. So take up something, running, hiking, tennis, whatever it is, join a club. Like you obviously like you're not going to meet anyone just sit. No one's going to fly in your living room window. Unfortunately, that's as much as we'd love it to literally rain men. It's yeah. it's not going to happen. I don't think as much as we pray to the Jerry Hollowell uh, gods. Um, but uh, this guy said he's met more people in the last six months going out and doing things than he's had on Tinder uh, or any of the apps. And he's like, the conversations are better because people treat you like a real person, not a commodity. And I think he's right. I do think there is um, a thing with kind of dating apps is maybe because you can't physically see the person. I know we see photos, but it's not the same as engaging with somebody in real life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you would treat somebody in real life so casually or cavalier yeah. the way some people people on 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 dating apps um and then he was like tag rugby is good but like you know maybe we don't know about the sister whether she's sporty or into sports but i know girls who've done tag rugby and although they haven't necessarily met a partner and if they met other lads and have met other lads through them and it's just a way of like i suppose broaden your network as well you know we all have like <laughs> local clubs so like you know you don't have to play but you could start going to see some smaller GAA matches or football or whatever like there was a group of lads playing across the road from me yesterday there was about six people on the sidelines go you're going to be spotted if you go and stand on the sidelines so like why not go yeah. go to a few random games like you know they don't have to be Dublin versus Mayo but I mean like smaller games and start just kind of you know, as yeah. if you're in passing, you're having luck, you're going to meet new people because people are going to be like, why are you here? And what's crack? And what are you up to? Um, I'd, two, also, two... Maybe, sorry, I was just going to say, depending on maybe where you work or what kind of job you have, if your company has a sports and social committee or charity committee or like LGBT alliance group or something, join them. Because like if you are in a big office with lots of people, it's a way of meeting people from other parts of the business that you would never meet. And again, I'm not saying that you'll necessarily meet someone through that, but you might meet other people through them Mm -hmm. and going to social events Although we haven't had anything, obviously, in the last like 19 months or so, I even know I do sports and social in my own work. And I know we'll be kicking things off again, probably in the new year. And like all of those things are great chances to meet new people as well. Definitely. No doubt. Like, uh, well, I'm in my my company's diversity group and everyone in it is female or gay. So I'm not meeting anyone <laughs> that way, but I can, but we can definitely hook up um, and go out on the lash and then maybe meet th- people through them. But um, yeah. I was going to say two people separately messaged saying, if you're not interested in online dating, but you are taking it seriously, why not try a dating agency? And obviously we had Marie on before. And I do think that if it's something that you are, really conscious about and you're like I'm invested and I am going to like I want to take this seriously and I don't want to troll the bars and I don't want to join any clubs or anything like that if you are invested go and try a dating agency because they're guaranteeing you dates that like I think yeah. Marie had said there's at least three guaranteed dates you know unless you meet someone straight away or whatever but um, they're picking off what you're telling them so like invest it's obviously it's money but if you're going to it, it's also an investment in your mental health if it's really bringing you down if this whole idea of being single yeah. is bringing you down you know, message Maraid, who's on ours, uh, our 
she's from Love HQ. Tell her you listen to us. She'll help you out and just tell you like what you need to do and how much and all that kind of stuff. If it is something that you're like, you know what, I'm like, I just can't be ours, but I really do want to find someone. That's another option for you. Yeah. And actually I did, uh, Marie very kindly offered us last year. She was doing an online like kind of dating course about like mm. how to date, like essentially. And I did that, I'd say last, I think it was last January, last winter. And honest to God, I picked up so many like tips and tricks that actually like it's only now in hindsight that I applied to like my interactions with Tom. Do you know what I mean? And, and applied to our dating. And I mean, look, listen, you can roll your eyes or whatever, but I do genuinely think the stuff that she talked about helped me anyway from somebody who's like maybe not got a huge amount of confidence all the time and it's more comfortable behind. She gave me a lot of ideas and things to do. And also like the not focusing on one person and keeping your kind of attentions on other parts of your life. So, I mean, as soon as you might still have courses like that going on at the moment, that's another thing you could do if you're not feeling confident even in like the dating or how do I approach someone for a date online or real life or whatever the case might be. And I know as well, like she was putting together a list of good coffee spots good dinner spots like for for people all over the county and um, for places to go so yeah definitely love HQ that's just because we had right on for a chat I'm sure there's plenty of other dating agencies but she was great and she uh, as far as I know she seems to have a very good success rate so yeah could be worth it if you're willing to spend the shekels and just it's also worth just like when when that guy who wrote to us and said about like clubs and stuff it doesn't mean you have to join a club but like think about your, your interests so if you like hiking there's loads of hiking things you can join Rod's Purcell's one you can just there's loads of hiking clubs and stuff around uh, the place that you just can go along and see if you like it for one if you're a film buff there's loads of films groups come on like you know what I mean there's like the, a lot of them are going to be online now but you're you know you start them off that way and that way you can be comfortable going oh do I even like this mm, I'm not sure book oh, clubs like, like book clubs should, yeah like there's tons of things like even if you just pick one one thing to join I'm, I'm sure you would meet people and again I say like it's not necessarily about meeting like their partner love your life or whatever but like extending your friend group because like I, I could imagine like being in your 40s and I'd say a lot of your friends are probably married and stuff like that and they probably don't go out or like mm-hmm. have a social we know that even in our 30s you know mm-hmm. what I mean friends that we barely see um, you know, because I'm going to have kids and all that. I understand that. But like, if you're the solo one or the single one, you know, it's a bit shit. And like, maybe reaching out to these groups, like, and having more of a, a friend circle, you know what I mean? Uh, that might also like boost things up for you and make you, make you feel better. And also, I think it's worth um, whether you're, if you're in a relationship, you can do this. Or if you're single, like, all of us have a single friend, even if you're in a relationship or you're not. So why not throw like a mixer or something now that we're allowed to have people back around our houses and stuff like that why not say look I'm having a party everyone has to bring another person with them so you know if it's if it's all single people they have to bring a single person with them if it's their people in relationship like don't bring all couples but you know say say to your couple friends bring a single friend along or whatever like I know that sounds condescending but it's not actually condescending because you're not setting them up you're just putting them in the same room and like they could be like this is a load of joke but they might have to crack together and go off on the piss together um like I would love my single friends uh or sorry my friends and relationships like I was like have you met anyone in another and I'm like no you'd know about it I would have told you but like 
yeah. they don't, they, they're like, oh, but you're, you know, when you get, you know this, you remember from being single, they're like, oh, yeah. but you're great. I can't understand. Well, I'm like, well, you used to go out with me all the time. And like, I was there when you met your boyfriend and you don't really do that anymore. So I'm like, I get that. Like you're different or you might have kids or whatever, but like maybe you could put on a little party and I get to meet people from your point part of life. I'll bring some people, your boyfriend will bring some people. And there's people that we probably haven't crossed paths with. And yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, I mean, that's, it's, it's funny because like, I don't like, I'm sure like friends that I know, now you're single, they must have like, or their husbands or partners must have some single friends or people that they work with. Mm. And you just don't cross paths or like, maybe it doesn't come across anyone's mind like that. Oh, would yeah. they be interested? But yeah, like I totally think, and if you have friends who'd be sounding up and be like, love like socializing and maybe don't get them to do it often and would love to have a few people over and are happy for people to invite. I mean, that'd be a great way. And again, it doesn't, it's not even about like, meeting like a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it's about like more social interactions a wider a wider group of friends and then like that maybe expanding her horizons because like it could be something is like meeting a new gal pal and you going on the holidays together and you meet your german tom do you know what i mean like as long as it's not my german tom stay away <laughs> bitches <laughs> um but you know what i mean like yep. things like that from from forming new friendships you know, can happen. And um, yeah, look, it, I I understand it, like the online dating can be the real absolute fucking pits. I, I, me and Nicola sympathize with you so much because we, we have gone so hard on the apps. Like when we started this podcast, and then we got thrown into a pandemic and we still kept going. And I really think like, although initially I thought like apps were fun because like it seemed like everybody was on it eventually it just seemed like everybody was just wasting time on it. Mm-hmm. Like as opposed to what, like wanting to genuinely meet someone. So like I hundred percent, I feel for all of you that are doing it and going through, we're all going through the same shit. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Like it's all, like I said, um, I'm lucky I met Tom, but it took a, it took, you know, 12 months of solidly constantly and like 14 horrific dates. <laughs> To get to the Constant point. Swipe and her fingers were broke, lads, afterwards. She was yeah, like, exactly. bye, bye, bye. Um, the other thing is, uh, like, when I went my holidays, like, some of the girls I didn't know before, because um, it was like, I brought friends, my friends brought friends, and we had a great time with six amazing girls, yeah. and no drama, and it was beautiful and crack. And now, like, I'm, I want to go to London to visit one of the girls who lives there. You know, another girl lives up in, up the north and stuff like that. So, like, there are now chances of meeting different people. And that's the thing. I... I'm not harassed with Dublin anymore because I feel like I've seen every fella in Dublin, honestly. And every fella I haven't seen. Yeah, and I feel like every fella I haven't seen is over for a stag or is foreign and is only here for the weekend. You know what I mean? So I would say get out of Dublin. If if that's where you live, get out of Dublin. If you live in Cork, get out of Cork. Go to Limerick. Go go places that you kind of go, why would we be going there? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Galway's going to be full of tourists. Cork and Dublin full of tourists. Why not go to somewhere random? Like, go to Monaghan. You know, you're going to be the star of the show in their one because they're going to be like, Jesus, who's your one? I'm telling you, that makes no go to places like, you know, it could be, you know, let's think uh, Roscommon. Like, yeah. loads of single lads there. Awfully. Places that you're like, I don't know. Like, we went out in Trim. Do you remember we had a fucking great night out in yeah. Trim? We had a great night in Trim, in fairness. It was See? so incredible. 
up in Dublin, like, you know, there's you're competing with a very large pool of people. And like, as I go out in like casual clothes, I wear my runners and my army flats. I'm not arse wearing heels and stuff. So like, I often like went in Dublin, I'm just out to talk to my friends. Whereas if you're going out there in the country, it might be a bit more, you're more chatty because you're like, oh, these are, these people yeah. like, are locals or whatever. They'll tell us where to go. They'll tell us what's a good pub, where it's good to eat. You end up talking to people just to get information and then it could lead to something yeah. Yeah, like we had one of the, I think probably one of the best weekends ever in Dingle uh, <laughs> before COVID. We had an absolute fucking whale of a time. Um, and like, again, like you're saying, you just start talking to random people. Probably like I wouldn't really do it in Dublin quite as much because like you said, you're kind of with your pals, but when you go somewhere different with your pals, you're all like, ooh, it's shiny and new. I haven't seen this place before. Who's she talking to? Oh, who's yeah, she yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I had a holiday romance in that one. And as you say, the next day I was on a boat and there he was on the boat across me. So, you know, <laughs> Exactly. And I had an embarrassing encounter with the guy I met in Dingo the day after. But I didn't act um, coolly at all, you know. <laughs> well, I would say, I do wonder... Is holiday romances in the air because a friend of mine, friend of the pod, Eva, uh, was in Lanzarote and she's had a holiday romance and the boy has already been over to visit her. So all I'm saying is There's something in know, the air. German word for love. Love loves in the air. <laughs> 99 love balloons. That's love the only balloons. Thing. He would find that very serious. Um, <laughs> well, that's the that's the next option, gals. Go on your holidays to Spain. Yeah, go to yeah, the courts. You'll find the flights aren't that expensive. Get going. Get and everyone's going abroad to. <laughs> I was gonna say to drink. Stop! Stop! I'll stop. <laughs> Are you gonna? Oh, am I gonna have to mark this as explicit? <laughs> yeah, edit it out. Edit it out. <laughs> everyone's going to find love. Love taking lovers. They're just taking lovers. That's it. Um, but sure enough. I'm roasted here. I need to go and eat me dinner. Look at me face. I'm roasted. Because you're looking at all Thomas' uh, Instagram model photos and you're uh, sweating that <laughs> not. Um, but look, we will be back with another episode. Um, we'll be chatting to two gals soon who are trying to change the dating app landscape. Yeah, That's so how they- our, our listener who was worried about being on the shelf, maybe this could be one for you. Yeah, and um, perhaps we'll have an update on Nicholas German lover. He, he'll German be on. He'll, he'll be on the next episode. What is this podcast? I don't know why he says Polish. I think Russian. What the fuck? I don't know. What I is forget that? his voice now. I need to get him to send me a voice note. Oh yeah, you can play Just it. Then. Nine. Can play it Nine. Nine. The girls tried to get him to say Fanny Flatas. Oh, <laughs> Maura would be so proud. Yeah, he Do said it once and he, he didn't understand what it meant, so he stopped saying it then. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listeners, we love you. We're back. Woo, woo. Episode one. <laughs> <if you> can. <laughs> Until next time, guys. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.